0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, on this very momentous Tuesday, <laughs> November 9th. If you don't know, it is my good friend Ned's birthday. Ned, happy birthday, sir. That's
1: very nice. Thank you.
0: Mike. Happy birthday. You. And we actually, uh, I, I believe, we have a special message for you. Hey!
1: Yeah!
0: years old. <laughs> All right. Best birthday gift you've ever had in your life, huh? Hey, not best, it's magic. <laughs> it is magic. I don't know how we pulled that off, but we pulled it off. It's the magic of radio. It still exists and it is real, kids. All right. Well, uh take it easy today. Don't go don't go partying too much. You got to be here at work tomorrow, okay? Board game tonight, Come I know, on, you, man. I know you do. I know. Isn't that funny they they pulled that off on your birthday? Look at this. I congratulated them. That's very sensitive. It's probably another great... It's like birthday gifts just raining down upon you today. <laughs> if you see him, buy him some whiskey. All right. Now, uh, this is just stupid media garbage. It shouldn't even be written as a story because it started on a stupid forum online. It doesn't make any sense. But yes, in in what happens when you get a team that starts winning a lot and over the last few years, the Kansas City Chiefs have been extremely successful. You get a lot of fans, you get a lot of guys that don't know what it's like to go two and 14. They don't know what it's like to just have seasons where you're just begging for a first down. They don't know that because all of a sudden they're big Chiefs fans like four years ago. And that's fine, that's cool, welcome to the kingdom. We're never gonna turn anyone away. But those are the same type of people that are screaming from the hilltops, you know, Fire the coaches or well, petitions pet to bench is, Patrick Mahomes. It is about it
1: is about seventy percent of the fan base in the country for every team. You have the hangers on, the guys who jump and gals who jump on the bandwagon. Hey, I'm all for this team until they lose, and then we're out of here. This is some some probably kid looking for his one minute of fame. I think the guy started the petition in St. Joe, if I'm not mistaken, St. Joseph. Uh, To bench Patrick Mahomes, what what kind of lunacy is this? Well, it isn't. It's lunacy in regards to this guy wanted to call attention to himself. Yeah. He doesn't care about the Chiefs or anything else. Look what we can do here. We can get these people to sign up. Hey, it ain't going to work. A Holmes is the QB, going to be the QB, and you made the first point right on the button. Why in the hell is anybody even writing about this? Why are we we even uh, talking uh, about it? It's so
0: garbage. It started as a stupid thing. I I follow a lot of Chiefs forums because, obviously, we're very involved with the Chiefs. And when you see that garbage, you know it's garbage. They're not real fans. They don't, whatever, dude. Go go root for the Patriots for all I care, man. I (laughs) bet you got a bunch of that stuff in your closet from the early 2000s. So who cares? Move on. Um, red and gold till I'm gray and old is the saying now uh, I knew it was going to happen he didn't get a lot of playing time but he was out there and it was interesting I think that was part of well there's two things I think they're getting a bunch of guys back on the defensive side of ball and that's definitely helping but one of the things I thought or at least I noticed in the game on Sunday Spags was doing a really good job of kind of a rotation of guys just keeping guys fresh in there on his uh, line and definitely his linebackers they were just it seemed like There was just a constant flow of guys in and out, and I think getting Melvin in there can allow you, because you blitz blitz a team that many times, eventually your guys are going to get gassed, but it didn't seem like they were getting gassed because guys were getting changed in and out. Keep
1: in mind now what they were doing in this game, and that is applying pressure every single down, every single down of the whole game. Now, can you get away with that defensively? No, not with an experienced quarterback. That QB is going to pick you apart, and Aaron Rodgers would have. But that's not the concept uh, last week because you had a rookie in there, Jordan Love. So what the Chiefs did was put the pressure on, you have to have the personnel to be able to do that. And you're right, intermixing the players. Melvin Ingram did get in there, uh, was in on 29 snaps, which is not a tremendous number. But he, and I think he only had one assist. But the fact of the matter remains, he had that poise and presence of a defensive specialist, a former All-Pro. Can he do that? Is he the savior to their defense? Probably not. But he is a person to fill in there. And Andy Reid was, quote, very impressed, mm-hmm. end quote, with what he saw out of Mel- uh, Melvin Ingram. Now, Ingram's 32 years old. He's injury prone. So, are, and so is anybody else who plays football. That's the way the game is played. But when you have the personnel and all championship teams have depth, you have to have depth. Sure, the starting 22, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, hey, they can be great players. But unless you have those backups in there, and solid backups, you're not going to win. That's what the Chiefs are doing. They're finally restocking. They're finally getting some defense in there. There's some speculation about Odell Beckham. I hope not.
0: I I think that's a pass. I don't don't think that's going to happen. They just, well, I mean, I, I say that. Um, but uh, we, you know, picked up Gordon. That really hasn't come to fruition. But uh, Melvin, I think, uh, was a pretty, pretty nice turnkey Different situation. Different
1: story because the Steelers yeah. almost—they didn't literally do. They had to make a trade for him, but they made him available. They said, "Hey, the guy is fine, but he's not going to fit into our game plan. So uh, if you want him, we'll take what." And it turned out to be a sixth-round draft choice that they gave up for him. Nothing. Said. So they, they, the Steelers probably saw some liabilities with having an older guy around. The
0: Chiefs figure, hey, he's depth, and that's fine. Let's get him in here. Get him in Jersey, and let's see how hard he can hit the other team. And he definitely did a good job of that. Now, yesterday, got a notification. Raiders are letting go one of their uh, top draft picks. Um, you think the Chiefs picked this guy up? Damon Arquette, I doubt very much that they do. Arnett
1: is uh, he's an Ohio State kid. He's got Big Ten uh, caliber. He was a top draft choice last year for them. But look what he did. When, and I'm puzzled by an old, being an old man, when are these guys going to ever grow up? Grow up. Understand where you are. Well, what he did was went on Instagram, whatever the hell that is, and he made death threats to a person who apparently he'd gotten into an altercation with and he displayed some weapons. That is a no-no. You cannot do that. Arnett is out of there, cut by the Raiders. I can't believe anybody would pick him up, not with that kind of thought process. Hey, that is that is just antisocial, number one, and you're going to get yourself in trouble. Who wants that kind of trouble? No, I think that guy's probably
0: toast at least for a year or two. What are you kidding me? Can't say Chiefs have no problems, with guys with guns. <laughs> no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, and, I'm kidding. And he is still <laughs> playing. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Hey, we could really use the help, though, seriously. So, what's your favorite birthday cake? Chocolate. Straight up chocolate, chocolate Anything on top. Anything there is chocolate involved,
1: chocolate, this, old chocolate. Man,
0: this old man loves it. Chocolate, chocolate. Uh, I think my wife's going to make some uh, chocolate French Soap Pie for Christmas. I'm going to have to put you down, brother. Uh, you know that and a little sip. That would uh, be dude, good. I know. That would that'd sets you for a whole month. <laughs> Just a little piece every day, a little sip every night, and he's a happy guy. You bet. Uh, so we kind of felt like, or at least I felt like, when we were talking about the uh, football rankings last week, that if Missouri State did win on Saturday, they'd have to go up, right? Because where Illinois was ranked, now where's Missouri State ranked? The Bears did go up. Now this is the coaches'
1: poll. There are a couple of different uh, FCS or 1AA polls, but the coaches' poll is the one in which we put most credibility. And the Bears are 14th in America. And they are ahead of Southern Illinois, which is the way it should be. They beat Southern Illinois. Now, as far as the top 10 are concerned, uh, who knows? Sam Houston State and James Madison are still numbers one and two. And I find that to be extremely interesting because both Sam Houston State and James Madison, both of those colleges, number one and two, are sayonara after this year in one A. They're going big time. They're going FBS. Sam Houston is going to Conference USA, which has been disheveled in recent weeks. And to my knowledge, James Madison is going to the Sunbelt Conference. But those are both D1, and they both play in bowl games. They're not huge bowl games, but they are bowls nonetheless. And there is some noise about Missouri State, but hey, folks, that's a, if that's ever going to happen, it's a long, long way away. Bears are. You have, to, you have to prove yourself at where you are. Those two schools have. The Bears have not, but they are on the way to doing so. Bears are probably going to make the playoffs this year. That win over Southern Illinois was very big. They do have they being Missouri State Northern Iowa to finish out the home season on Saturday, Senior Day. The regular season itself closes next week when the Bears go out to St. George, Utah. One hour away from Las Vegas, thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: and they'll close the season out there against Dixie State, and should win that game.
0: rather handle it. So you're trying to figure out a way you can go out there and cover that game, get some, uh, there, uh, get there some lights. There are always ways. Get some table, get some table time. <laughs> catch some shows. I, I see where you're swimming in, Ned. All right. Well, uh, hopefully they can get a dub and uh, some of those hosses uh, get out of this and they can move on up in those rankings going forward. That's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, less competition for a team that's hot. Not a bad thing at all, but they still have one more game to win and you can't look past that at all. Uh, last night, uh, there was a Monday Night Football game, right? Pretty, pretty good football game, too. Won by the
1: Pittsburgh Steelers virtually at the last second, 29-27 on the field goal. Chicago Bears gave them a pretty good little fight. Uh, the St- Bears were ahead. Steelers came back, tied the game. Bears took another lead. The Steelers tied it and then won it in the end. And that, uh, you know, that's what you do when you're the home team. You play the clock and so forth. And Pittsburgh did a nice job of that. But it wasn't an overwhelming route by any stretch of the imagination. And the Steelers do get the win by two points 29 27. Chicago is very slightly getting better, but they're not there yet. Mike Nagy is their, mm-hmm. is their coach. And he's tried to implement his own formula, but. It takes time.
0: It does, and they've been uh, kind of injury-prone. Some of their studs have gone down early in the season. Um, But the Steelers, man, they've gotten lucky a few times this season where it's been – this situation over and over and over again and you know like, they
1: play the chiefs later on i at know head
0: and I, I want to say it's in december it's the, it's the last home game of the regular season and i december will be there or january uh, it's the last it's the day after christmas the 26th so i will definitely be there freezing my butt off screaming in the face of people throwing towels in my face i'm sure that's <laughs> it's always great to be home for a steelers game with those stupid towels swinging everywhere um, so, uh, as if I'm not, I'm not the only one that knows it's Ned's birthday. It seems that the universities did too because they planned a little basketball <laughs> game for you tonight. Missouri State and Southeast Missouri State, uh, my old hometown college, are going to be battling it out under the lights, and that tip-off is win.
1: seven o'clock. They play at JQH, the Bears and Semo. There's a very much of a, a hometown agenda to this because uh, the the coach at Semo. Brad Korn is a former assistant coach here under Paul Lusk, as is Keith Pickens, who played basketball here and coached here. And now he's on the staff at Cape as well, Southeast Missouri. Cape Southeast Missouri is Ohio Valley Conference, their Division One. They've been down a little bit uh, in recent years. And the Ohio Valley Conference is among those that's being disheveled at the moment. Their number one team for this year will be number one in its last year. In the Ohio Valley, because that number one team, Belmont, is moving to the Missouri Valley. Belmont's in Nashville. They've been Ohio Valley here for about six or seven years, but they're going to the Mo Valley next year. That's beside the point. Southeast Missouri still is Ohio Valley. They'll be here 7 o'clock. Lady Bears open up tonight. They'll be in Little Rock to play Arkansas Little Rock. So those two teams open up. Mizzou opens up tonight. They're playing Central Michigan up in Columbia. KU, I love this one. KU is playing at Madison Square Garden. KU plays Michigan State. It's gonna be a great game. That's one game. There's a second game. This is a this is kind of a classic doubleheader that they put together every year. And of course you're going to have it at Madison Square Garden. Place will be jammed. KU Michigan State in one. Kentucky and Duke in the second. Now Duke. I think everybody knows this. Mike Krzyzewski is retiring after this year, so they have loaded up. They're pretty good. And Kentucky is always pretty good. That's just among the many games. Arkansas is opening up with Mercer University out of South Carolina. They'll be down in Fayetteville. So lots of hoops going on all across the country. This is the official first day in which NCAA schools can play. And they are, and it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Couldn't think of a better way to celebrate the man, Ned Reynolds. <laughs> Happy birthday, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds.